So I had the opportunity to uh, get uh, William Kane, you know William Kane, the author of The Kissing Book. He came out with this wonderful book called Coffee, Nectar of the Gods or Dangerous Brew. And you guys, everybody knows I have a uh, Instagram uh, uh, posting that says uh, hashtag sexy coffee stories. I sent, I put something every single day about my love for coffee. So I wanted to have him on the show because the book tells us about all the good, the bad and the ugly about drinking coffee, but more importantly, a lot of the good, a lot of the advantages of drinking that cup of joe. So buckle up. Start your percolators, put your K-cups in, get your French press going, get your, uh, what else we got? <laughs> your instant coffee. It's going to be an interesting show with, with uh, William Kane uh, talking all things coffee. Oh my God, it starts now. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, you guys have wrote to me about William Kane. You said you loved him his kissing book. And um, guess what? I have him back and he is talking about coffee. And you guys know how much I love coffee. His book that he wrote, it's a personal book. And he said, I can share with my audience. It's called Coffee, Nectar of the Gods or Dangerous Brew. Hmm. William, what does that mean? Give us, do tell. Well, thank you again (laughs) for inviting me on one eater and um it, it, it's a pleasure to discuss this research because very few people know about it and so many people drink coffee well the danger is that the the recent research has revealed that we all have a genetic profile and this genetic profile impacts the way we um, process caffeine and some people are called rapid caffeine metabolizes and they and they deal with it very well and other people no they're 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 called slow caffeine metabolizes because their genetic profile cannot really clear their system of caffeine adequately and quickly enough to prevent harm and that harm is an increased likelihood of non-fatal heart attacks so the people who are rapid caffeine metabolizers, like I found out I was when I took a genetic test um, with 23andMe, well, we deal with caffeine really well. And if we, if we drink coffee, we are going to reduce our risk of heart attacks. Unbelievable as it may wow. sound, the caffeine gives this added benefit as protection for us against non-fatal heart attacks. So your 23andMe DNA told you that you were a rapid caffeine metabolizer or fast uh, caffeine metabolizer. Yes. Not only that, it told me so many other things about myself, positives and negatives. And what I, as a firstborn, focus on all the time, because I can't take criticism, you know, I'm very um, <laughs> in, in, unable to handle it. Right. Um, I, I I just focused on the positives and I learned all these things about myself. Like, um, for example, I, I, I learned better from my mistakes than the average person. Now, how could they know this in genetic, uh, just from a genetic test? Right. The, re- the reason they know this is because of dopamine signaling in the brain and your genes program how you handle dopamine. 
And when you make a mistake, if you have good dopamine signaling, you learn from it. And I mm-hmm. learned from my mistakes. So after I found out that I could learn from my mistakes better than most people, I started to relax a lot. And I didn't care if I made mistakes because I figured I'd learn from them. Wow. So I, I remember reading in your book, it said 49% of the population are fast metabolizers. Yes, that's right. And that means that Starbucks should be very happy. <laughs> because these people will crave coffee. They can drink three or four cups of coffee and, you know, it doesn't really bother them that much. It doesn't, it doesn't keep them awake. I knew a cab driver and he would drink coffee even at night. He said it, it helped him to sleep. Can, can you believe that? You know, I'm, I'm going to throw that out there because I have friends who I've told people that I can literally, and I think it was because when I was working like overnights or whatever, and I was doing working in news and I would drink a cup of coffee at night and I had no problems going to sleep. I have no jitters. I've never had the jitters. I've never had the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, someone, you know, starts talking to you going, what, 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 what. I never had any of that. As a matter of fact, I was so cool and calm. I kept thinking, am I drinking coffee? Am I making it right? I didn't have any of those effects. Unbelievably nice to know. And what that, (laughs) Juanita, what that means is you don't really need to take the genetic test. You know by your ability to drink a few cups of coffee without getting upset or the jitters you yeah. know that you are a rapid caffeine metabolizer. You deal with it better than the average person. Now, what about the ugly? Now, and I'm going to be really candid right now. So sometimes caffeine causes other things to happen, like mm. like uh, irritable bowel, or I mean, it literally makes you go to the bathroom like right after you have a cup of coffee. Yes, this this is true that it can stimulate the um, the, the, the human system to react in these ways. And some people um, find that that's, you know, um, a great difficulty for them. Yeah. Whereas other people, you know, they, they found ways to accommodate that, you know. And, but it does, it does have that effect on people. It, 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 there's a spectrum of tolerance for caffeine. And some people are very, very, unable to tolerate it they'll have to run to the bathroom right away other people Mm -hmm. they can tolerate it um, a little better and they find that the advantages outweigh the disadvantages so there's both advantages and disadvantages to caffeine but in my opinion overall the advantages significantly outweigh the disadvantages so that's that's my opinion on it and we're going to talk about the advantages because I did uh, un- outline some advantages and I'm going to, we're going to talk to uh, William about that in a minute. But let me ask you this. Does age matter? Like, can yes. a five-year-old drink coffee? No, uh, <laughs> it, they can't drink coffee when they're young. And there's a reason for it. It's that the um, internal clearance of caffeine from the, from the, from the um, dietary tract is not developed in a child, especially in uh, infants, babies, and young children. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you give a child a piece of chocolate even for, for, for late lunch or dinner as a snack or a dessert, you are risking impeding their ability to sleep. So mm-hmm. it's dangerous to give coffee to children and also pets. 
Um, if, a, if a dog, for example, eats chocolate, it could actually kill the dog. Oh, yeah, I remember reading about that. I, I, I remember panicking one time because I, I had gotten a dog and he had gotten into some chocolate and I just panicked because I found out that, you know, it can kill a dog or it's harmful for dogs. It's really, uh, it's really interesting to know about those differences between species and how they metabolize caffeine. Can coffee become addictive? Oh, it can become addictive very easily. In fact, mm. a friend of mine who's a writer, um, she lives in Texas, she um, told me she was going to stop drinking coffee and she would typically drink three or four cups a day. So when I heard that, I immediately called her up. I said, what do you... Are you crazy? You're going to get withdrawals. So she started saying, I can't deal with it. I got this splitting headache. What am I going oh. to do? What am I going to do? So I told her the secret is to drink a cup of tea because tea, while, while it has a little bit of caffeine, doesn't have as much as coffee. Right. That, that even that little bit will take your headache away. Wow. So, so you can, you know, get off coffee for a week or so. By drinking a nice cup of tea. Oh, wow. Okay, so I mean, did did it did it work for her? <laughs> yes, it did work. It did work. And um, um, I I um want I wanted to bring that anecdote um, to to your attention because it mm -hmm. illustrates how caffeine can become addictive, and wow. once you you are used to drinking a couple of cups of coffee a day or even just one cup a day. If you suddenly stop, you will have withdrawal symptoms and they include the same kind of feeling you get from a cold, like a runny oh. nose. Um, and you'll, you'll get a little a bit of fatigue, tiredness and fatigue will set in and you'll get headaches. So this is the type of uh, withdrawal symptom that you will expect if you cease drinking coffee suddenly. Just like cold turkey, just like I'm just going to stop today and then tomorrow you'll probably find me in a closet like drinking a cup of tea of Earl Grey. <laughs> <laughs> That's the solution. <laughs> a little bit of caffeine goes a long way. Well, does, does, does genes influence how many cups of coffee you can drink? Yes, not only that, but when you take the genetic test that I took for, for 23andMe, it tells you what their prediction is for how many cups of coffee you will drink a day. And if you are a rapid metabolizer, then there's, like I said, a spectrum of the ability to tolerate caffeine. And they can predict pretty accurately by looking at your genes, whether you'll drink three and a half cups, mm. three and three quarters cups, or four cups a day, and or if you will drink less than average, they'll tell you, you will typically drink only three quarters of a cup a day because you don't really deal with the caffeine that well. It's amazing how wow. genetics is kind of fine-tuning our understanding of the human metabolic system. How, how many cups of coffee do you drink a day? Right now, I'm on one cup of coffee and one cup of tea a day, and I drink them simultaneously. What I do is oh. I, make, yeah, I make the cup of tea, and before I even take the first sip, I put in two scoops of instant coffee, and I stir it up, and in that oh. one cup, I have my tea and my coffee. 
Wow. And the reason I do that is because I, I like to have the calming effect of tea at the mm-hmm. exact same time to counterbalance any nervousness or jitters that I, that I do occasionally experience. You know, I get kind of wired from coffee and the tea kind of flattens that out. So, so did, have you ever had like a bad episode where you could not get coffee or you, you know, you, you couldn't get a cup of coffee or a cup, whatever, caffeine? Did oh. you just like start tripping? Did you just start like screaming at people and going, I need my coffee? Well, I definitely have had many days when I decided to go out of the house without having a cup of coffee first because there were some tasks I wanted, some chores I wanted to do right away mm-hmm. or... You know, if I was a little sleep deprived, I said to myself, geez, I'm not going to have coffee right away. Maybe when I come back, I'll take a nap. Right. And boy, that was a mistake. I would go out. But the thing with me is when I'm deprived of caffeine, I I don't get that kind of um, a kind of a rapid type of rapid talking. Mm -hmm. Instead, I, I get the fatigue and the slower brain function like like cloudy thinking you know brain fog right that's what happens to me wow so you have this is such an interesting book i i don't want to throw it out there that you can buy it anywhere or whatever because i think you cannot but um i am just so privileged to have it and it's just like my little bible here and he uh, william has the advantages and the disadvantages so should I start with the disadvantages? Because there are more advantages than the yes. disadvantages. Yes. So let's do the disadvantages. But before you start with that, I have one little thing to say about this book. Sure. This, this book was not published. I didn't publish it. Even though I've published about a dozen or more books, mm-hmm. I, just, I sometimes write books just for my friends and family. And, and this book I call A Secret Book on Coffee because I didn't want the general public to have all this information. I wanted to keep it within my close circle of friends and family. Oh. But if anybody does want a copy, just send me an email and I'll give you the secret link where you could get a copy of the book for, I think it's only $2 or less. Oh my God. And it's such a, it's, it's such a, I mean, I, I, I just, I was on a set and I kept reading it and I said, Oh, Oh, I didn't know coffee did this. Oh, I didn't know coffee did that. <laughs> yeah. So now I want him to talk about the disadvantages, but that I will put that in the uh, show notes, his uh, email address. And then he'll in turn send you the secret code um, because I want him to do that and decide if he wants to put you in his circle of friends. <laughs> Trust me, anybody who writes, who's a friend of yours is a friend of mine. Oh, how you doing? <laughs> so thank you. So let's talk about the disadvantages. Okay. One of the disadvantages is that coffee is an insecticide. Oh. Because actually it's the caffeine that's an insecticide. And very few people realize this, but a little bit of caffeine that you might have happen to leave out on your kitchen countertop or table, the, if ants or little flies come along and ingest that, it, it will kill them right away. And oh. The caffeine plant produces the caffeine in the, in the um, coffee beans as a insecticide to prevent insects from devouring the plant. Wow. So that's a negative. You don't want to, you know, consume too much of a buck killer <laughs> or an insecticide. 
Right. That's one of the disadvantages. There's another disadvantage where it can interfere and boost. It interferes with your hormone levels a little. What it does is mm. it happens to um, boost the um, what is called epinephrine. And that is a technical name for adrenaline. Okay. Now, that's a hormone that you need. You know, if you get into uh, uh, danger or something, your heart rate will increase and so on. And you can run away from danger or you can fight if you have to. So that, that's a valuable hormone to have. But you don't want to have it when you don't need it. But coffee will produce the adrenaline just as soon as you drink it, you know, within a few wow. minutes. So wow. some people consider that a negative because they don't want to have that fight or flight um, response when it's really not called for or needed. And, and I also see here coffee or caffeine can boost dopamine. Yeah, that's really an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, dopamine is the feel good, one of the feel good neurotransmitters and it makes you feel kind of like Superman or Superwoman. Right. And it is a nice, nice feeling. And, and that's a disadvantage? Because <laughs> I like to feel like that. <laughs> yeah, but the, the problem with that is that some people don't know how to um, deal with the, the feeling. Mm -hmm. It's generally a positive result, but rapid increases in, in, in dopamine can give you an artificial boost which can cause you to become dependent and again addicted uh, to coffee. So that that's a very small and minor uh, disadvantage. Wow, wow! I, I'm just trying to think if I felt like Superwoman, and I just felt like you know I saw someone that I just really did not like, and just like just take a sip, you know, like 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 Popeye with the spinach, and just take a sip and go, "This is what I really feel about you," and let me tell you why. <laughs> There is the risk of that happening. You got to be aware of that risk. <laughs> and then the wonderful, wonderful advantages of drinking coffee. Oh. Is I see one that says coffee fights certain cancers. Uh, it's it was a surprise to me that it can reduce um, uh, some of the um, uh, uh, cancers that typically people will get. It's a re it's associated with a reduced risk of prostate cancer and a oh. reduced risk of non-advanced prostate cancer. There's two types of prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and in general, it fights other uh, types of cancer by inhibiting the growth of the cancer cells. Wow. I have some re uh, re uh, research footnotes in the book, which will bring people to the scientific studies that I use to uh, produce this um, narrative. So if people are, you know, saying, nah, I don't believe that, that sounds too good to be true. You can read the scientific studies and uh, see, you know, decide for yourself if you find them credible. Yeah, I, I, I did see the footnotes and, and they're, they're very impressive, by the way. Um, you also have here, coffee sharpens the sense of taste. And this, this is something I didn't realize till I started researching this, but it's really good to know. You know, wine tasters yeah. have to have a very acute sense of taste on their tongue. Between one wine and the next, often they will 
drink a little bit of coffee and it clears the tongue. Not only does it do that, but it sharpens their ability to discriminate different um, qualities of, of taste and aroma wow. and their tongue becomes sharper. And how you can use this if you're just a regular person who wants to enjoy their dinner more. Mm -hmm. Well, instead of having your coffee after dinner, have it beforehand and then you will taste your food uh, more and it will it will taste more uh, crisp or clear or more uh, pleasant to you. Now, I do know that coffee, coffee beans are used if you go to a fragrance counter and if you want to smell in between different scents, they'll tell you to smell the coffee first and then go to the next scent. I have actually experienced that and it actually works. It's amazing the way it can clear the slate, so to speak. It's like erasing a blackboard and it allows you to uh, approach the next perfume or the fragrance uh, with as if it's the first one you're smelling and it won't confuse you with the previous one. And, right. it, and it also will sharpen your ability to perceive aromas. And, and also we have here coffee makes colors brighter. Yes, this is something that I think any graphic artist would love to know because they're dealing with colors, they're dealing with lines, and their visual uh, ability or acuity will be sharpened by, wow. by caffeine. They'll see colors in a brighter way. Now, <laughs> the downside of that is while they're doing their painting, they may look at it and say, wow, this is really so fabulous, so bright. But then after the, the caffeine wears off, it may look duller. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Now, folks, before you go to a museum, you might <laughs> want to have a cup of coffee because you'll enjoy the paintings more. So uh, when we say have a cup of coffee, because there's a couple more I want to ask. But if we, when we say having a cup of coffee, we mean just plain black. We're not talking about adding cream and sugar and all that. We're just talking about a good black cup of coffee. But the thing is, the caffeine will exert its effect no matter what kind okay. of a coffee drink you have. But I, I drink it black, but a lot of people prefer different drinks. Yeah, I, I like to have a splash of cream. You know, it's good to smoke a cigarette when you drink coffee, too. Because Why? Because, well, even though a lot of people, you know, say, you know, cigarettes are no good for you. <laughs> it's the caffeine and the nicotine have a kind of... Um, what do you call it? A synergistic effect. And I remember my grandmother always having a cigarette lit when she was drinking her coffee. And a lot of people find that that is quite good for them. In fact, that's why I have a picture of me on the back of the book, my author's photo, and you'll see me smoking a cigarette. Oh, I do. <laughs> but folks, I, but folks I, do. I don't I don't really smoke. I, I just did that for laughs. <laughs> And I often wonder why I always see people with a cup of coffee and a cigarette. And I kept thinking it must do something. The two together must do something, some type of feeling or some type of taste. Yes. Like I said, it's a synergistic effect and oh both are addictive. Nicotine much more so. Yeah. And together they produce a very um, nice euphoria. Now, one another thing, and these are from all of my, uh, well, artists, as far as the artist part, the, the brighter colors, which I love. But for my uh, people who write, you have here, co coffee stimulates the ability to write. 
Oh, absolutely. This was the most phenomenal thing I learned about coffee. And I learned this in 2007. And here's how it happened. I I was walking home uh, preparing to work on a book about writing, which, which was subsequently published as fiction writing masterclass. And as I was walking home, I passed a place that sold coffee and I, I didn't drink coffee, but I just stopped in and I said, well, I'll just try it, you know, and I got a big cup of black coffee. Well, when I got home, I wrote an entire chapter in one day. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Then I said, said to my wife, uh, do you want me to do any household chores? I'll wash the dishes. I'll sweep the floors. I'll vacuum the bed. And I was just, had so much energy. I wrote and I did all these chores and then I said to myself, what is going on here? And I researched it and I found out that one of my favorite writers, Jack Kerouac, who is very famous for his novel On the Road, mm-hmm. he raved about coffee. He And he used every drug under the sun, you know. And he said to his friends, you have to try coffee. It is the best. It's better than heroin. It's better than oh. Benzedrine. It's better than amphetamines and speed. Wow. Coffee is something that brings the words to the tip of your tongue and to your typewriter. In those days, they used typewriters. Right, right. And he said he was able to write. He wrote the book, The Subterraneans, one one of my favorite. It's actually my favorite Kerouac novel in three days. Wow. A whole novel yeah. in three days. whole novel. Just had that thing just percolating, and every time I would just, just grab a cup of, I, I need to, I oh my god, that is such interesting news. But 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 Juanita, you got to understand the other effect that coffee has. It reduces creativity. Yes, it lets you write. Oh. Yes, it gives you the words. Let's it, it it gives you this impulsiveness, so that when you sit down and start typing, the words will come as if you had no blocks whatsoever. You will write, write, and write. However, you will not have the kind of brainstorms and creative sparks that you would otherwise have if you were not using caffeine. Caffeine Mm. narrows your focus, gives you a kind of tunnel vision. It puts the distractions aside and you've got your nose to the grindstone, grindstone, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and you're able to focus, focus, focus. But you must also realize that it's a good idea to do some brainstorming and thinking on on the, the hours and the days or the times when you're not drinking coffee, you know, because you might get some additional ideas. But overall, I I would say that any writer who's over, say, the age of 30 or so, mm-hmm. got to try coffee and see what it will do for your writing. It's just unbelievable what it can do. Wow. Now, before I let you go, William, there is one chapter that I thought was a very, I loved it. It was called how an image consultant uses coffee. And one of the things that you, uh, you, had, you had mentioned, or I was telling you before we started talking, you said, um, if you want coffee to last longer in your system, eat, eat grapefruit or drink grapefruit juice. And yes, the, re- the reason is, and I'll, I'll mention also cannabis, because a lot of uh, people,
people in New York, uh, where we're broadcasting now, and other states in the United States um, have found that cannabis is now legalized, so they, they might want to try it. Right. Um, but, but after you use um, certain drugs like cannabis or caffeine, the mm-hmm. body is programmed to metabolize those substances. Metabolize means to destroy those substance, substances mm-hmm. and take them out of your bloodstream. And the body does this very efficiently. It takes some hours um, for, for the body to do it, but it, it, it does it. Now, it turns out that grapefruits and grapefruit juice has the effect of interfering with the CYP chromosome. And the CYP chromosome is the clearing chromosome that that clears these drugs from your system. So if you interfere with the CYP P50 chromosome with grapefruits, then it won't work as effectively at clearing these drugs from your system. And you'll maintain that uh, cannabis high or you'll maintain that coffee effect for more hours. So you're saying if I smoke a J and drink coffee, I'm going to be feeling like really good. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then have some grapefruit juice and it'll last longer. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> William Kane, it's always a pleasure having you on my show. He, guys, this guy has written so many great books. He is such a good lecturer. He, he is all over the place. And I have the pleasure of calling him a friend and he uh, he always makes me laugh, but everything that he talks about is just so very interesting. And I am so pleased that he took the time uh, to share uh, this book. And again, I will put in the show notes his email and he will respond to you and give you all the information about his book because it's not available in the public. He's not selling it, you know, in the public, but it is such a wonderful book. And you Thank guys, you. oh my God, I just love it. And I love the footnotes and I love the references of all the, the people that you, you know, you, you uh, focus on. I mean, it, it's just, it's just Thank amazing. You. Thank you. It's Juanita. amazing. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. You make interviewing very, very easy and fun. So thank you so much. Thank you. And we will have William on again, like I said, uh, later, uh, later in the week, I mean, later in the week, later in the year. And we're going to talk about another subject. But thank you so much, William Kane, uh, coffee, nectar of the gods or dangerous brew. <laughs> <laughs> you take care. You too. Thanks again. Cheers. Hi, this is Juanita, and if you enjoyed today's show, like us, love us, and support us. We really do need the support right now because we are in season two, and we would love, love to have you support this show. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell anybody that you know 
would appreciate hearing a show like this. Until then, you take care. <laughs>